0: drive to the book fair with Anna and Alia live from the Sharjah International Book Fair at the Expo Centre Sharjah and you can hear it all going on around us if you're driving in the car just calm down, uh, we've got you. It is Anna Schofield and Alia Alouaimi. So one of the exciting things about going live from this book fair is that we get to jump on authors, uh, we get to jump on their bestsellers, we obviously get to grab anyone we can just to speak generally. But this is a bit of an honor because we have the pleasure of sitting next to Monica Hallan. Welcome, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much, I am so delighted to be
0: on. We, we are lucky to have you. Uh, when we got offered, Um, a a few minutes with you, both Alia and I were like, yes, (laughs) you know, there's some authors that are special and you're one of them your speciality is something that's very close to my heart and and alia you Absolutely, were kind of saying yes. that too because um, i feel very strongly about this so um, you specialize in finances but not just finances i mean your book literally is let's talk money correct mm-hmm. this is what you do that's right. let's go back to the beginning how did you end up having a career that is trying to teach money to people or trying to get them to change the way they're probably thinking about right. money
1: So where you end up with depends on where you begin. And in my case, I began as a business journalist and then slowly moved from corporate reporting to stock market reporting. And then as the economic liberalization in India took off, Mm. we realized there's a huge financial market Mm. and a magazine was launched, which was personal finance. And I was pretty much one of the first employees. So I understood it from like ground floor up. Right and then over the years what i then did was studied more certified myself became a certified financial planner not for practice just for knowledge right and as i went deeper and deeper i realized that the illiteracy about finance is mm. not limited to a small set of people but it's everybody it's yeah. the regulators it's <laughs> yeah. the people in the financial sector right. it's everybody <laughs> okay we forget to take care of our money yeah even when we are doing uh, bond market transactions for our company or running as a regulator, Mm -hmm. we forget to look after our money. And so that's become a passion for me completely to empower people to look after their finances.
0: I love this. Um, I know Ali's got a load of questions too. Mm -hmm. The first thing I'm gonna say is, I think it was only about 10 years ago that I started to hear this mantra of just saving money isn't Mm -hmm. gonna get you anywhere. Correct. Mm -hmm. But I was taught by my parents, work and save work and save right. and then there was this, um, this someone explained it to me that you know the rate of inflation is bigger than any percentage right. a bank will give you therefore right. if you actually just save money you're going to lose money the whole time Correct. so there needs to be, that was, that was life changing for me Right. and I know that you go into schools and you teach this yes. uh, you know to kids, everybody whoever will listen to me, right. get me started and I won't <laughs> stop, I
1: will speak for three hours, Yeah. <laughs> no that's right and you're, you're saying something really important savings is not investment right Mm -hmm. you have to turn savings to investment and there are various routes to do it through the debt market through the equity market through gold and real estate Mm -hmm. we forget to convert our cash into assets because you see assets give off an income and a profit Mm. right and that profit and income has to keep us above inflation and taxes both
0: Right. And taxes. Yes. We have
1: every, I mean, at least Mm -hmm. most of the world has huge taxation issues. No, you're right. You're right. So so. your investments have to keep it ahead of these two pillars of your money. Right. And we have to remember that the whole drama is, what, 30, 35 years of working? Yeah. And after that, you're going to live off your money for another 25, 30 years.
0: We have so to prepare for that. What would you say to someone who is maybe 35, 40 years old and more or less living month, monthly paycheck to monthly mm-hmm. paycheck, with a little bit of savings in their bank, yeah. what, what, how can they turn it round?
1: I give a little bit of tough love. I'm saying look you? at your parents' faces, look at <laughs> your grandparents' faces, see where they are. Who Do they depend on anybody else for money? Yeah. If they do, that's going to be you in 2025 20, years. Oh my gulp.
2: <laughs> Mine. Right. Right. And now now I'm, I'm curious. Right. If a person, for example, has got a debt, right? And the debt is really high and the income is just low. How can we cope up with this? How can we try to get rid of the debt yeah. fast? You have no option but to increase your income, cut your expenditure.
1: There is no third way. Mhm. If you have generous parents, borrow from them, especially for the young people out there. Mm -hmm. Parents are nice people, be nice to them. Mm -hmm. Um, If there is uh, really a debt that you cannot handle, Mm -hmm. sell some of the assets that you might have. You might have some gold jewelry, you might Mm -hmm. have uh, whatever asset that you might have. You have to sell that to pay off that very large debt. Mm -hmm. The debt has to be no more than 30% of your income, Mm -hmm. your uh, equated monthly installments. installments, You cannot be in debt more than that, because then you get into a debt trap. Mm.
0: Even with properties? And things like that. Would you include properties in, in the debt? When we're talking about debt, are you talking about say credit card debt? Credit um, card loans, debt. Car lo- loans. Car loans. So
1: in property as an investment is a different thing because what you are yes. invested in is an asset. Right, okay. So, you're right, so then yeah, okay. I would I would look at the rental income yeah. versus the loan installment I'm giving yeah. Interesting. Is my okay. rate of growth of the property plus rent mm. greater than the installment that I'm giving plus taxes on that Mm. income so if I should be plus and not minus
0: yeah Mm -hmm. do you know what's interesting about it when you when you first literally a couple of minutes ago and you you listed some financial things I immediately had quite a physical (gasps) reaction to it like it's scary now I don't know at what point in my life I was taught to be frightened of these things whether it was just that my parents didn't give me wings, they didn't know about it themselves, so so they didn't empower me to think of these things as as good. I certainly wasn't taught about investments. Yeah. What do we do now for the children? When you go into a school, how do you open? Um, I mean, what's the youngest child that you teach?
1: Um, no, so I'll we'll take the first question that yes, my first communication to everybody, no matter whether they're children or adults, okay. is that it is good to be rich, mm-hmm. It is how you earn it and how you spend it which might have moral connotations. Mm. Right. You, Money is good. It buys you a hospital bed and education. And freedom. Gifts, freedom. Mm. Gifts for people you love. Your own freedom. The choice to do what you want to do when you want to do it. Yeah. But it is how you earn that money. Yeah. Are you dealing in drugs or are you doing something honorable yes Mm -hmm. how are you spending it the way that you spend also defines who you are what are you spending on Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. on harming your own body or yeah giving you yourself a good quality of life yeah so your moral connotations can come around the earning and the use of money but money in itself is very good to have yes the second thing i tell them is you should have the money. The money should not have you.
0: Mm. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> okay. D- go more on that. What does, What do you mean by that?
1: Um, so if you've noticed what irritates us uh, when we go to a place and there's some rich person being very boorish and rude, mm-hmm. yeah. throwing money around mm-hmm. yeah, and just being obnoxious because he or she's got a lot of money. They're ugly. just being ugly, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. They don't have the money. The money has them. The money controls right. their oh, behavior. Yes. Isn't it? So yes, I should true. be in control of my money. The money has to do what I want it to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if I let it brainwash me into thinking it is about me and not the money, then there's a problem. It reflects on you as a person, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah.
0: yeah so my
1: conversations are far deeper than invest here, don't invest there. It is also about money, is of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is it doing to you?
0: And a code and having uh, an ethical yes. code with it.
1: Absolutely. And again... Each person has their own morality. Mm. You decide what it is, and then work with that. Amazing,
0: not
2: I didn't. Know, I really did not know that um, ethics should have like a very important role when it comes to making money as
0: well. So Definitely, yeah. Never thought about it. It to makes be sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, when you go and talk to children, because I, I, I have two, um, and I've started to change the way I because I've had to change the way I think about money. Um, and definitely being a freelancer, I think in the last 10 years, I had to go, okay, it's all right being this fly by the seat of your pants kind of a girl. <laughs> and you know, some, some years are brilliant and yeah. then some years are low-ebb, but you can't go on like that forever. Yeah. And then I started thinking about investments. And so now I'm trying to teach my children that. Um, what, what do you find children say to you? What are the questions you get asked by children about money?
1: A lot of kids want to know, and when we are talking of kids, maybe I'm talking of grade 11, 12, mm-hmm. yeah. not very young children. They are sort of high not school. really, yeah, high school children. Um, the, I think their idea right now with this generation is to get rich very quickly. Yes, Without yes. doing anything much. It's all in yeah, their minds. And to I, I feel like an old woman saying, that's not how it works child, <laughs> it, you, easy come easy go, yeah. more than 70% of people who win lotteries are bankrupt within the next 3-4 years. Yeah. So it's if it's easy come, it's equally easy go. Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, I, I debunk a lot of myths around cryptocurrency, I debunk a lot of uh, conversations about using the stock market for very quick riches. It is not that instrument at all. Right. The stock market mm-hmm. is an instrument for long term wealth creation.
0: Right, and you do, you, there, is a, there is that belief that if you do the stock market yes. you can buy a few <coughs> shares and mm-hmm. suddenly, ooh, you know, zeroes.
1: So I'm more of an index investing person where okay. you take the index on a market like for example in India we have the Sensex or the US mm-hmm. there's an S&P 500. Okay. So you're getting the average return of the market. It's neither very high nor too low, okay. but you're getting the average growth of an economy. Right. So if you pick the right kind of market. Where there is growth of the gross domestic product, the GDP is growing. It's not a country in a recession, but it's a growth country. Right. right, right,
0: right. And you're
1: buying that index, which is a very cheap product to buy.
0: Right.
1: And you're just holding. Warren Buffett says that for retail investors, buy an index fund and just hold on to it. Right. You mm-hmm. know, it's a it's a metro train. You just hop on. Right. For a small fee, and then you just ride so you it. Just sit there for a bit. Just ride it forever.
0: When do you get off? How do you know when to right. get off?
1: Okay, that's an interesting question. So uh, now we start making little boxes in our money box, right. smaller boxes. One part is money I need in the next few years. Yeah. That money is sitting in your bank deposit in... Um, if you know mutual funds then something called debt mutual funds money market funds okay Mm -hmm. if you don't know that's okay I don't know no No. that's fine (laughs) there's no shame in being in bank deposits for money you need the next few years three to five years
0: so that's something you can have access to that's right so that you can go right right. I can put my hands on that got it okay
1: and that is part of your emergency fund for a longer horizon seven to ten years then you are thinking of this money I don't need, this is my long-term money. Right. That is what I put in the stock market and you almost never withdraw all of it, you just pluck the fruits off. Mm. Okay. It keeps growing.
2: Right. Yeah. Ah.
0: You okay. just
1: pluck the fruits.
0: Right. You Pull you a bit rid- off. Yeah. yeah. Leave the and rest- then
1: it gro- keeps growing. If you give it enough time it grows and grows and grows.
0: I right. love this.
2: That's, that's amazing. I have one more question. Yes. Now, when it comes to finance and terms, terms can be very complex and yes. complicated, yeah. right? So, for, for example, I was thinking about the high school students and me as well, because <laughs> I'm, I'm not very good with numbers. I'm not very good when it comes to financial terms. Yeah. How can you make it more accessible to us, people who don't know much about finance?
1: I can just say, Let, read my book, Let's Talk Money. <laughs> it is a very easy onboarding. I have not made it simplistic, I made it simple. I don't talk no. down to my readers. Mm. Yes. So what I'm noticing in India is that men are buying the book and seeing that it is very accessible and giving it to their wives, their sisters, their daughters. Because especially women find it very intimidating.
0: Right. Because yeah.
1: men like to use a lot of jargon deficit mm-hmm. and underlying Exactly, these are yes. not difficult things right. it is not difficult to understand so the, my entire work has been to demystify to onboard people to say it's not difficult Brilliant. if you can be a pilot, you can be a lawyer you can be mm. an astrophysicist mm-hmm. you can understand money Yeah, it is just commonsensical
0: Where's this myth and fear around money come from? Who's giving us it? Because I definitely feel growing up in the UK, you know, I have it. I was always, I, I, I never saw myself as one of those people who would be an investor yeah. or someone who would, um, you know, be on the stock market or buy shares. I didn't see myself that way. Why didn't I?
1: What is that? I think that's the way we've been brought up. That right. is, it goes into the cultural and the... yeah. Um, just the cultural part of, and I think somewhere uh, we've, we've been taught through our uh, films and culture that the rich are evil in some way. Yes, absolutely, yes, I would agree. And I'm saying that's for us to change and unless I am right. rich and good. How will I change it? So should I
2: not be rich first? Especially when it comes to women. Yeah. So yeah, for woman. yeah, yeah. We never thought about investing oh, right. at a very
0: young age. No, game. that's no.
1: because uh, culturally women have, have to be kept out of the assets.
0: Yes. So don't <laughs> talk to them. <laughs>
1: yeah, I am fairly blunt with what I believe. Right, so so I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The assets go down the male line, so the lesser the girls know about the assets, the better it is because mm-hmm. then you don't ask
0: questions. And culture. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, heaven forbid we'd be good at it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how wonderful. What an absolute pleasure it is to meet you. Thank Thank you so much Wonderful for giving us some time. Here. Thank you. Thank, really thank nice. you so much. Going to read your book. Mm-hmm. Keep it here at Pulse 95.